This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Dear Mom, I know you had high hopes for my life and for my career. I've always wanted to make you proud of me, and I've earned high marks, succeeded at athletics, met a wonderful woman, and grown my career exponentially. Now, my job is to be the announcer for this podcast. So, am writing you to apologize. I know you had wanted more for me. Your loving son, Peter. This is funny people talking. Hi, I'm comedian Carmen Lynch, and I would rather be getting bunion surgery than listening to funny people talking. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Funny People Talking. Uh, I'm so glad you're here with us. It's great to... Well, we don't see you. We actually don't hear you, so it's nice to be heard by we you again. feel your presence, That's maybe. right. I'm Mark Rakel. I'm one of your hosts, and with me is Ms. Danielle Beckman. Hi! I'm here. Hi, Danielle. It's been a couple episodes. It has. It has. And um, we have so much to talk about, for sure. So much to catch up on. Also with us, our illustrious producer, Elsie. Hi. Hi, Elsie. So How you illustrious. Hanging? Yeah, she is illustrious. I think that's a good word. Do, do you feel that you're illustrious? No. <laughs> Why not? No. You, you just don't... Well, you, that not doesn't apply it. to you? No. no. Well, how do you feel? What is the proper uh, adjective for you? I don't know. She looks judgy. Judgy? Um, or judgy? Doing, doing the do. You're just doing the do. You're just hanging in there today. Today you're just showing up and then you'll leave. Yes. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, thank you for waiting showing for up. End of show food too. Oh, okay. She's waiting for that. She's of the very show. excited about end. Of, <laughs> she is, but she's very excited yeah, about end of I'm show really food. I'm really intrigued, and yes. I want to hear you guys. She cannot wait. Oh, good. I'm excited. She was all the quiver. As much as Elsie can be all the quiver, I know she was that. Yes. Also in the studio with us today is a comedian extraordinaire. Her name is Carmen. Hello. Lynch. Hi, Carmen Lynch. Hi, thanks for having me. We've actually tried to have you for a while now, and finally it has it happened. It finally works. Schedules align, the stars align. We are, all kidding aside, we're delighted to have you here. You have accomplished so much. You've been on so many of the big shows, the big, you know, the uh, the Conans and the Late Nights, and, and you've even been on uh, Inside Amy Schumer, and you've been, or maybe you've been Inside Amy Schumer, I don't know, and you've, uh, you've oh, I'm sorry, I don't know. <laughs> That was just there. I'm sorry, uh, and but but you, she, a little kind of accomplished and oh and no, successful. she is. She's also performed in basements in Times yes, Square with exactly. me. Totally. So, I mean, you um, have to. Yeah. Of course, it's really a rite of passage performing with Danielle in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> but all kidding aside, welcome. Um, so excited you're here. You've accomplished a lot. Excited to talk to you about humor and your journey and uh, play some improv and catch up and everything. So welcome. Yay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, before we get started with the show, before we get to a nerd tip, oh, yeah. I, I do have a question oh, for you, Danielle. Yeah, Mark. What's your question? I, I haven't been writing this all week. Go for with it. With my little eye. Uh-huh. Something very sparkly on your finger. Oh my god. Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Do you have some big news? I do. I feel like a new woman. What? Does, tell us, tell us, tell us. Well, a certain boy got down on a knee, and it's not because he tripped. <laughs> and he did it on purpose, and he asked me a simple question, Mark. Yes. He said, will you help me tie my shoe? No, he said, <laughs> will you marry me? Yeah. And I said... Uh, you better believe it. And I had post-it notes in my backpack, and I one of them said yes, and the others had exclamation points on them. And I and I like 
You had those I just hit. because? Yes, or you, yes. You, it goes with the whole story. Oh, okay. Do so you there's want more some of, of the story? I, how about we get into that as we Let's get into get the first segment? We're going to deep dive into the whole engagement thing. Oh, wow. And I'd like to point out that this is pretty good that you did because you've definitely talked about it on the show a couple of times. You're like, yeah, that's in the plan. We're gonna That's going to happen eventually. And I'm like, I'm wondering if <laughs> Timothy's been listening to the show. Sweating bullets like <laughs> Going, it is. Oh my oh, gosh, you put it out to the universe. Now I have to do I it. I was hoping no. you just had uh, post-it notes that said yes all the all time. All the time. Well, I, I am such a fan of post-it notes. Not a sponsor, but if you want to send us stuff, we're ready. <laughs> I'm so delighted for Yay, you. Congratulations. You, he's such a nice guy and you're quite a catch. And I'm, I'm thank very, you. I'm very, not to imply he's not a catch, just to be clear. Oh, uh, that, I caught him though. I'm, I'm so thrilled. Oh, I'm so, you actually seem, although it's been, I, I don't remember, a week, a week and a half, whatever. Yeah, it's been, been a week and a half since you, he proposed. You actually strike me as still a little bit shell-shocked. Oh, I am. And and he, the reason is he's actually in London right now. Oh. And so it's kind of like I haven't um, – neither of us have really processed yet oh. because the, it happened. And then I went on a retreat right after. Oh, gosh. And then right after that, his parents came to town. And mm. then we had a huge weekend conference we both performed wow. at. Then he went to London. So all this to say we haven't really <laughs> had this this lull yet. Yeah. Wait, so. is he a comic? No, he's oh. not. No, oh, no. no. He he works at Reuters mm, News, okay. but yes. now they're not called Reuters anymore. Oh, because you said we, when we had to perform. That's why. Oh, we per- um, he played the bass guitar. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we also perform in our live weekly Dungeons & Dragons show. Mm. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. It's in Brooklyn. So. <laughs> and... Yay. And yeah, so I am still processing. Okay, so, well, yeah. we are so excited, all of us here, at funny people, and, and 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 I'm and on behalf of all of us at Mouth Media Network, congratulations! Thank very, you. very cool, and uh, I'm so excited. I know. I, I'm so. Yay. You have no words. And well, what's so exciting is that just a few months ago, I was at your wedding. I know. So so that was fun. We got married in in, in May. So that was uh, my new wife, myself. So, and and similarly, if I remember correctly, right after we got engaged, I think she went to California to visit her parents. And so there, there wasn't a tremendous amount of. Yeah. Processing time there too, but it all worked out. Yeah, so, you got to process. You got to live in the good moments. I don't know. We'd been together for a long time. I think maybe we had plenty of processing time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, good. well, as as is constantly pointed out to me to anybody who learns we got married, it's constantly like, well, uh, I took this long and I'm like, go away. TikTok. Um, no, TikTok. I loved it. It was it was so, such a delightful right. wedding. Great, great, great. All right. Let's get on with the show. A nerd tip for us. Yes. I have a nerd tip. Just the tip, nerd tip. Ooh. So this is – actually, we're going to go – this is more of a nerd fact. I like nerd facts. So on this show, I have talked about Pac-Man before, but I was very fascinated to find out that Pac-Man was actually inspired by one of my favorite foods. Does anyone in this room know this or should I keep going? Is no. there suspense? Really? Okay. So in 1979, Toru Iwatani, mm-hmm. he was an employee of the video game company called Nameco. So he thought of the iconic Pac-Man game while looking at a pizza. Oh. So there was a space left in the pizza by a missing slice that looked like a mouth, and it gave him the idea for a game about eating. And the Japanese name was Pakuman. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we westernized it, and it's Pac-Man mm-hmm. um, when it came across to the to North America. But essentially, the Pakuman is derived from a Japanese phrase that describes the sound of a mouth when it, that a mouth makes when it opens and closes in quick succession. So it's like I don't think I don't know I don't know is that like the the Pac-Man sound? But I just love that Pac-Man is just is is essentially a pizza. Well, I think the tip is that if you're looking for inspiration, just eat some stuff, and you never know what may come to you. Yeah, I mean, look at Veggie Tales. That's like a cucumber and a tomato. Good old Bob and Larry. Was someone eating a veggie one time and said, you know, and I know they were nothing like, this about is the backstory of this broccoli. <laughs> well, no, because it's like a child-like Bible TV show. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, who knows? So just go for your dreams and don't let anything stop you from eating your favorite food. Well, well done. Thank Ms. you. Now I want pizza. I, I really, really <laughs> I do as well. I wonder if that's end of show food. It's I a mystery. Know. I don't know. 
Nope, I guess not. <laughs> we got turned down. Yes. Womp womp. So, hey, Danielle. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. I think it's time to start the show. Awesome. From the Mouth Media Network Studios in New York City, and from the same people who brought you Monkey Radio with Mark, this is Funny People Talking with Mark Rako, Danielle Beckman, and Elsie. All right, everybody, we're here with Carmen Lynch, the comedian, and very nice person. She's French. And she's French today, for sure. Just today, bonjour. Just bonjour. <laughs> what is Lynch? Is, is that French? Lynch is Irish. My dad's side is Irish. So. <sighs> and is your mom's side Puerto Rican? My mom's side is from Spain. Oh, dang it. Why didn't I say that? <laughs> you know why? You performed a thing in Puerto Rico, and you performed it... In Spanish. Oh, Costa Rica. Coast, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Edit all this out, please. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand any of that. <laughs> she does stand up in English and Spanish. You can oh, really? That That's amazing. Yeah, we have a big show in the New York Comedy <sighs> Festival coming up in Spanish. That's so... In Gotham, if you have any Spanish listeners. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You ever try interpreting for yourself? As for me, what I do think you mean? That would be a great bit, a wouldn't jo- it? Oh, like, like doing... Porque no, why not? I like... had to do that once at a show in, I think it was Georgia. I, it was like a Spanish show, but three people, only three people showed up. And then the other three were in English. So I had to look to one side and then translate the joke. It was like playing tennis because my head just kept moving oh from gosh. one side to the other. <laughs> That's funny. And it was a really good experience, like, like you know, doing it quickly, Yeah, you know? That's cool. It makes me think of Andy Kaufman. We were like, yeah. <laughs> but also, I feel like the cadence of I. I wonder if like the comedy, like, how did it flow when you were going back? It's and different. Forth? You know, I, I'm a little more animated in Spanish. Okay. There's something, and now I'm doing it more regularly because we also have a show up in uh, Washington Heights every month in Spanish. Cool. And uh, who's we, by the oh, way? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, me and a couple of the uh, comics out here, like Brian Grassi. is a group. We no, we don't travel as a group. We produce a show monthly in Spanish in Washington Heights. Where's that up on the um, Dykeman Street or where? Like one eight one eighty one, and oh, okay. I forget the cross street. It's near I, the A train. I didn't know there was a place that did comedy down there. No, there isn't. That's it's awesome. a restaurant. It's oh. just a Mexican restaurant. Oh, and, they, and we just like bring just, a mic and oh. and tell jokes in Spanish. So cool. Um, but then for the New York Comedy Festival, we're doing it at Gotham. Oh, Got it. Okay. But yeah, I notice when I do it in Spanish, I think there's a part of me that almost cares less because it's not really my job. It's like an extra thing. Yeah. So I, I find myself a little more like, you know, I can do anything. Uh, who cares? <laughs> Even if I bomb here, like, you know. How interesting. Yeah. It kind of goes back to me the whole idea of like if you if, if you're in sales, especially like telemarketing. Once you get that first appointment or that first sale, it starts to come easier, and all has to mm-hmm. do with confidence. It all has to do with believing yeah. in yourself and the many many subtle ways that we transmit that, even subconsciously. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, our jaw positioning, how tight our jaw is, the clenching of our teeth when we're talking. Oh, yeah, people I'm can a lot hear about it; they jaw. all pick it up, right? Yeah. And so, I, it's so interesting. Now, I have a question about that. Is the timing in telling a joke different in Spanish than it is in English? Do you actually phrase things with a different kind of rhythm, if you will, that 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 goes beyond just the physical rhythm of the speech, but with the way that humor is delivered in in that culture? Or, well, I, I think know. at first, I'm fir- not saying at, it very well. At first, I was really nervous to try it because mm. the first time I ever did it was in Spain with my friend who like works in you know he's Spanish so he's like yeah. just open for me and it would be like 250 people and I'm like I've never done this <sighs> in Spanish so I wrote every everything out word mm-hmm. for word and it was like a monologue it was like uh it just didn't sound natural okay mm. and um after doing that I was like you know what I'm just gonna t- do it in my head like I'm just gonna be like I'm Spanish right now and just talk and if the oh, words great. are slightly wrong that's still funny you know because i learned spanish as a kid so my vocabulary can be like you know eighth grade spanish yeah (laughs) but apparently it's funny because you know i don't know all the adult words yeah donde esta la biblioteca that's all you need (laughs) no say so what city um in spain is is your mom's side my mom is from a very very small town near barcelona it's called tortosa okay but my, but I grew up in Madrid. 
Oh wow! Oh come so, on! Wow, that How is cool. so cool. It is is Barcelona? I'm sorry, is that on the East Coast? Yes. Yes. Okay. So my aunt and uncle live in Denia. Do you know where that is? Mm-mm. It's on the coast. Okay. And I think it's it's south of Valencia, north of Barcelona. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, right in the middle there. And they live on the water. That's so that's amazing. their retire like where they're retired because my my mi tia Rosa <laughs> is tia Rosa. tia Rosa. She married into the family. <laughs> uh huh. I don't have it in my blood, but I love her. But she, that's um, her, her mother, um, Margarita's there and still doing her thing. And they retired there. So that's amazing. Yeah. I got a place to stay. That's there you go. I, you know, I you say Barcelona, but of course I thought Barcelona. Yeah, and, no, she said Barcelona. Right. So my, See? I, I had heard, maybe my wife said this. It, it, about the prince? Uh, uh, no, yeah, oh. about like the pronunciation came from royalty and the way he <laughs> or the king said or, or king said. I don't it or know something. if that's true. Everyone wonders if that's true, but I don't. I don't know. It's it's like apparently a king or a prince had a lisp, so everyone was like, "We need to talk like him," and that's how like it in the Castilian evolved. But I, don't, I yeah, I don't know. That's Aww. so interesting. Hmm. Well, it's a combination. Well, maybe the internet will tell us, but the internet lies. It's always I'm true. I'm not looking at it. Yeah, uh, speaking, <laughs> it's always true. Other Spanish. Did anyone yes. here happen to see? The movie El Camino. No. no, but I almost watched it last night. Oh, were you? Did you watch Breaking Bad, Danielle? So I know. Okay. Sadly, could, could I'm you... a terrible human. I've only watched one episode of Breaking Bad, and I've only one, watched one episode oh, of Game of so Thrones, good. and what? I have a problem. No. I know. I know. Well, okay. Don't worry. So, I've never seen The Wire, okay. and I've never seen The Sopranos, and I've never seen Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. So there okay, you go. we're all just coming clean. Elsie, <laughs> do you have anything? No <laughs> Game of Thrones. Okay, got it. Um, but I did but, see all of Breaking Bad. Breaking oh, Bad. Me too. No, I'm not. I'm not here to like try to push you on Breaking Bad or anything like that. But but so I won't do any. No, I mean I I would love to see. I would love to watch it. I just feel like I know how it ends. So. Anyway. It's cool. You know, I think that – look, I'm not going to go on and on about this. For me, what's cool about Breaking Bad is literally every episode feels like a very, very well-made feature film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That in and of itself is just a Marvel piece of art and then you move on. Right. Then, then as you get into the later seasons and the thinking that they went through in saying, okay, we have an idea of the whole arc of the season. So yeah. we're going to build in things right from the beginning that tease where the arc's going. It's so strategically interesting it's and so storytelling, perfect. right? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So anyway, so El Camino was so fun. And if – since you plan to watch it – Carmen, I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah, don't talk about, about it. Don't Please. About I'm going to probably watch it tonight, actually. I, I won't say anything. Is it anything. on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. But, but what I will encourage you to do, I, I think I can say this without any spoiling at all. <laughs> Should no, I? Don't worry. I'm very sensitive <laughs> We just about covered spoiling. our ears. There is a moment in it mm-hmm. that I believe many fans will revel in. Okay. But that moment comes with also a kind of head cock. Oh. Is, do I see what I think I see? Oh. And there are numerous articles about this moment mm. that basically say, why? Why would you do that? Why? It's, it's, it, and there's actually a practical story behind why it is. So if I said any more, I would probably spoil it for you. Okay. But when you see that moment, oh gosh! As you after you watch the movie, think what could be the moment that would be the moment that f- all fans would revel in happening. Okay. It might be something happens. It could be an appearance from an old character. It could be a death, a return. It could could be many many things. Okay. But it will be a moment you go, ah, that's what everybody wanted. And then there's something in that scene that makes you go, am I seeing that right? Oh, yeah. It's like maybe a place where they want you to pay attention more because there's maybe, something happening. Or maybe they didn't quite expect the fan reactions oh, to that. Oh, interesting. And there are a number of articles about this. Right. Read the articles are hilarious because there were some pretty intense feelings about this. Did you catch any of the articles? Do you know what I'm talking about, Elsie? I think so, yeah. Do you see these articles about this too? It's what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. 
All so, right, I'll watch it. I'll oh definitely gosh. watch it. I realize, so I realize, spoilers. I realize, I've probably done nobody a service here with this very, very like you know clandestine discussion. But well, we'll see if if hey, leave us a comment if you watch. That's I don't right. know on on iTunes, <laughs> whatever. Where are we? iTunes, Spotify. Okay. Hi. So let's get back to let's real, talk about me. Let's talk about real spoilers. <laughs> um, let's get I'm back so to this good. whole engagement thing. Yeah, let's so talk tell about us the spoilers. story. Tell us the story. Tell us what happened. Well, real. Well, I'm first, gonna, can we see the ring? I'm going to try to be succinct. And so, also, backstory, oh, I know this is a tempering, right? Yeah. How long have you been together? Right. So backstory. So we have been together for nearly four years. Okay. So show us that ring there, Daniel. Okay, what is so, going on with that? Well, thank you. So this ring, so Timothy is so legit because he did exactly what I wanted. So it's a Morganite He's stone. Legit. <laughs> He's just the best. He's too so legit to quit. He is. He's not going to quit. He's signed on for life. I'm coming for you. No, just kidding. <laughs> he, so essentially um, the ring was made in North Carolina um, and the stone in the middle is a morganite. It's a gem. And the way that it gets this sort of like pinky, brownie, creamy color is by um, being exposed to very, very hot, hot, hot heat. Mm -hmm. So in its normal state, it kind of looks like a brown rock. <laughs> so um, that's how it gets there. And then the two diamonds on the side are actually filler. They're cubic zirconium. And they're going to be replaced by my great-grandmother's 110-year-old Italian diamonds. So Margarita Ghilarducci was proposed to in like, I don't know, 1910 or something, 1909. And, um, and so Stefano Ceccarelli, my great grandfather gave those to her. And then that those diamonds were passed on to my grandmother, Mona. Um, and then oh. now I will have them in my ring. Boom. So boom, drop the mic. So, to the story. So Timothy apparently wanted to propose to me like two months ago, three months ago. He was getting it all ready and prepped. And at this point, we've kind of been planning and like dreaming in our brains like, ooh, we can make sure everyone leaves with Dungeons and Dragons polyhedral dice. Like we want – like so the I want to wear armor. was already in the, in the cards. Yeah, like we're like – happening. Yeah, just... like I'm going to look like a medieval princess. Like we are already <laughs> like how many people do we want to invite? You know, so we've kind of been doing this little dream storming or whatever you call it. And um, – but there hasn't been a proposal. So I've still been like wah, wah, like – down in the dumps. No, I was really. going to spend this money on my evil queen <laughs> costume, but I'll buy a hot dog instead. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. So it, it was like one of those things where I was just eating a lot of hot dogs. No. But um, so anyway, I I was like, man, there must be some sort of delay with this ring because like we know it's happening, but it just hasn't happened yet. And so come to find out. The, at first, there's a, the stone in the middle is a teardrop shape. The jeweler ordered a stone from California, and it came in an oval shape. And they were like, no, the wrong one. So it had to be sent back, and another one had to come. That delayed everything by three and a half weeks. So there was that. Then um, I wanted this flat bottom architecture. I don't know if you can see that. That made it a little bit longer. But then the kicker, it was supposed to arrive Monday of last – of um, not last week, the week before. Mm -hmm. And it got fully lost in the mail. <gasps> and when I say fully lost, like they had the the USPS like police um uh like segment on it. So Timothy was making calls, all this, that, and the other, and he was gonna propose to me on Thursday night. And I sort of had a feeling because what happened was on Wednesday evening, he was vomiting I was, all day. Or what? <laughs> he was what? He was vomiting, vomiting all day. He was, yeah, and I was like, "Are you okay?" No. Uh, well, what happened? Now, all this backstory, I didn't know where the ring was, right? So I, or I didn't know any of this was happening. So what happened was on Tuesday, so two weeks ago, Tuesday morning, I was taken to a manicure by my friend Morgan out of the blue. That I was like, "What? Mm. I don't want." I don't want to go to a manicure. I want to go to Trader Joe's. I got stuff to do. She's like, you need to come to get a manicure. And I was like, fine. Mm. And I'm like, 
why are you paying for a manicure? She's like, oh my God. She's like, Timothy is paying for the manicure. Just calm down. And I was like, why is Timothy paying for a manicure if he doesn't want my hands to look good for a ring? Okay. So this is what I'm thinking. Come to find out, by the way, the manicure had nothing to do with the proposal. This was completely just... This is just Timothy showing his love language to me or oh, whatever. I like how he thinks that. Oh, I know. He's so outside of the box. He, he's such... Out, he's way out of the box. He can't even see the box. So anyway, ooh, speaking of a box, I'll show you the ring box. It's really pretty while I talk. Anyway, so um, so is this loud? Me going through my purse? <laughs> it's audio. Can it's you good hear it on air? <laughs> crinkle, crinkle. Look at this box, okay, y'all. So describe it. It looks like oh, it looks out. like so- mountains. Ah. Okay, so it's like a it's just to describe this. It's like if you were to take it's made of olive wood. If you were to take a triangle, point it up, and then cut like the top half off of it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the and you just a little off the bottom half. That's what the it's like narrower on. It's the like top, a mountain, a you little mountain, it, and then you take yeah. the top off of it, and it's sort of jagged, like you split in half, and inside of the box, it's so cool. It looks like it's a magnetic. piece of chocolate, Ooh, like from a like it does, like a Toblerone. A Toblerone. It yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, a Toblerone yeah. chocolate mm. without the yeah. Exactly. I now want Toblerone. So I know. Oh, me too. Mm, with, pizza. with pizza. End of show food later. Now, which would be the chaser? <laughs> Is the Toblerone the snack? No, we can or do a appetizer? sandwich. One of a each. sandwich? Really? I'm down. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, and All the sweet and salty thing my together. Toblerone box. Anyway, yes. basically, the that was my little inside the box joke. So I had to bring out the ring box. But so what happened was I received an envelope Wednesday evening. And it said, do not open until tomorrow at 525 p.m. And then on the flip mm-hmm. side, it said, seriously, do not open because Timothy understands that I am terrible at surprises. Terrible. I cannot. I need to know now everything. I'm like Kristen Wiig's character on SNL. And and it's a tamper-proof envelope. with It's like a bubble wrap tamper-proof envelope. So obviously I cannot open it without him knowing. So I'm, all, I'm like, oh, interesting. He's like starting a little scavenger hunt. And I was shaking it and I was like, is there a ring in here? What's in here? And it kind of sounded like dentine ice gum, you know, and I was like, oh, maybe there's gum in here. So the next day happens. I'm working um, an event. I'm working a gig. So you've got an entire day with knowledge that there's things you don't know. Yes. And I had to put it in my bag because I knew when when my gig was over that I was going to go straight to the date night thing where I was allowed to finally open the envelope. But wait, at 4 p.m. that day, it's raining. It's nasty. It's gross. Like the weather was terrible. Um, at 4 p.m., I get a text from Timothy in all caps, do not open the envelope. Plans are changing. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I've been holding this for 24 hours. That's so exciting. Like, even if plans are changing, I'm like, that already You're sounds like, really exciting. I hope there's nitroglycerin more. in that envelope because I'm going to need it for my heart attack. Oh, dear Good heavens. Lord. But I didn't know, you I know, sort of know, because you know that, yeah. that you're getting the ring fixed and everything, right? Like, no, you know. No, no. I had no I idea. none of the ring stuff at this point. Oh. So that I kind of I kind of buried the lead there. No, I led with the lead. I don't know what that is. Mm. But I, I It was the lead. Yeah, yeah. I led. I leaded the lead. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, at this point, I'm like, okay, something's happening. So he's like, yeah, but babe, instead of doing that plan with the envelope, we're going to have such a fun night night we're gonna watch a movie at your house and order pizza speaking of and it's gonna be great because he knows quality time is my love language so he's like we're gonna have quality time together your favorite and i'm like okay you're acting weird but i'm excited so we hung out we watched spider-man and then when he arrived at my apartment that night he took that envelope and exchanged it with a new envelope that said, do not open till 10.55 a.m. tomorrow. Very clever. And then on the other side, it said, seriously, how dare you don't? And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> okay. So he goes and he knew that I um, I had, I was going on a retreat that I had, I was working, I was teaching a workshop that weekend. And I had to be in Williamsburg in the later afternoon the next day. It was a Friday. So he was like, tomorrow, Friday, can we go to brunch at 11 a.m. And I was like, okay. And he's like, that special plan is back on. And I'm like, oh, cool. Now, mind you, all this time, Timothy has been saying this thing called a celebration dinner is something he's wanted to do for the last like three months because we've had a lot of wins lately. Mm -hmm. I got an agent. We had some new cast members come on. He got a new job. We've had a lot of wins happening. So he's going, we need to do a celebration dinner. I want it to be fancy. I want it to be actually nice. And it's kind of 
been um, put on hold multiple times. So this, he's calling the celebration brunch. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh. Okay, great. Like, this is a celebration. So brunch. I get two mimosas. Yeah, like great. What am I doing? Yeah. So so we uh ten thirty I walk out of my apartment. He meets me there. We he walks zigzag all around Brooklyn until we find an Uber and get into it. And then that takes us down to kind of near World Trade Center on the pier area. And um just north of World Trade. And we get out of the Uber and he goes, you can open the envelope now. It was like 10.56 and I was like, ah! So I'm trying this tamper-proof envelope. I finally open it and it is non-nausea gum. So it was like this ginger gum so you wouldn't get nauseous because he knows on things like boats I get nauseous. I was like, we're getting on a boat. And he was like, yes, we are. So we walked around and we had this beautiful lunch on this huge ship just like in the dock with like hanging lights and like a beautiful bar in the middle. And he's like, so yeah, this is our celebration lunch. And I'm like, oh, and I was just so, I completely deflated everything in me. I was like, oh, cool. Like this is thought it. I was getting engaged. Great. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. We here we are. Huge. Yeah. This so, all come down to so, yeah. this for like the the whole lunch. I was like, yeah, bring more caviar. Fine. Like this is great. Like whatever. You know. Like I was so over it, and I had my sunglasses on. And Timothy, in retrospect, he was like, I loved watching you go through this because uh. you had no idea. And he was like, and I was just so excited, <laughs> and I was like, man. And there was one point where he said to me. Um, he's like, I'm gonna use the restroom. I said, Great. And then he came back. He goes, The bathrooms are so cool here. You should totally use the bathroom. And I'm like, Fine, I'll use the bathroom. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but I'll use the bathroom. Well, at that moment was when he made sure that the photographer was in the right spot. And I had no idea any of this was happening, right? So I come back up and I'm like, He's not on a knee. This is dumb. I gotta go. Like, I was like, Okay, well, I have to go to my gig. So let's go. So we leave. Of course, I was very thankful. Like, it was like an amazing dinner. I'm making it out like I'm very yeah. sassy. But um, we got off the boat and we get to the side of uh, on the pier. And there's this perfect corner where you can, like, um, essentially just there's a good view of everything. And there was a runner stretching in the corner. And Timothy was like, Danielle, he's like, I really want, we should get a selfie right where that runner is um, of the ship. Like, it's a great angle. So let's wait for him to move. And that is not a weird request for him. Like, Timothy does stuff like that all the time where mm. he's like, ooh, we need to try this exact same thing. So let's wait. Like, so for me, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah let's just wait. Like, nothing was abnormal. Mm. Nothing. So we're standing there. And this runner was stretching every single muscle he had. It was like quadricep, lateral bicep, I don't know, I'm making up muscles now. But like he he was there for like a five solid minutes. And let me tell you, it was so incredibly windy that day. I don't know if any of you were outside on that Friday morning. It was so windy and it was cold, but it was, the sun was out, but it was so windy. So I have this hat on. I'm like, I'm like shivering and chattering. And he's like, uh, and finally the guy moves. And so we go in the corner and Timothy's like, okay, babe, let's take a selfie. He's like, put your bags down. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. And he's like, no, like, just put your stuff down. So, and he's like, do you want to wear your backpack in the picture? And I'm like, I don't care. I'm cold. We got to go. And so, <laughs> so we take a picture and then um, we're standing there and he's like, he's like, babe, I just, I just think that you're so amazing. And I'm like, oh, thanks. I love you. Um, and he's like, yeah. And I want to tell you that more. And I'm like, oh, good. He's like, learn the love languages. Like, no. like <laughs> did I'm you like, just read that book? <laughs> yes, we did. That's why. That's, so That's why I'm like, oh, he's like communicating. <laughs> this yeah. is great. And then this is when it changed. He was like, you are a lightning bolt in my life. And I was like, oh, this is new. Oh, what? <laughs> I was really Excuse listening. Me? I was like, I'm a lightning bolt. Like the, like the emoji or like what? what? Okay, and, and, yeah, I'm like, what kind of lightning bolt? Um, and then he was like, and he was like, and I have a question for you. And I was like, you do not. I was like, you do? You have a, you have a question? You have a question? And then it was like spontaneous waterfall of tears from my eyes. Like, Aww. I just could not. Like, it was like I went from being fine to just gushing tears. Um, And that was when he, like, pulled out the cute little Toblerone box. Mm -hmm. And 
got on one knee and he angled perfectly. I had no idea the photographer was there, by the way. And this and is was a that the runner. What? <laughs> no, that would have been awesome. <laughs> right? I was so cool. like, I'm just gonna stretch. No, he actually he hired a, a Reuters photojournalist who was literally just in Area 51 like the week wow. before, wow. and like now he's here taking pictures wow. of us, like crazy. So the shots he got are unreal. Like they're they're unbelievable. They're like real TMZ shots. They're like, they're like, like yes, like we're <laughs> VIP TMZ. I'll show you later, Carmen. I'd love that's to awesome. see that. Yes, but anyway, so so I said yes, and that's when I was like, I had a feeling, and that's when I got the post-it notes out and everything. That's awesome. Um, and the cute part was when I said yes, like I got down on a knee with him too, and I said oh. yes, and then like 30 seconds later, we're talking, and he goes, Wait, you 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 said yes, right? And I was like, Yeah, did you black out? He's like, I did. I totally blacked out. Like Aww. like I forgot what happened. So Aww. it was it was awesome. And then his mom happened to be coming to town a couple days later and his dad did like a little pop up for one night and we had dinner at the Freedom Tower on the top deck. And oh. from our table we could see that Spot. boat in the harbor. Really? Oh. It was magical like it was so that's awesome. the greatest yeah well, danielle congratulations it's what a great story, story. i now, know were people gathering when they saw him propose and you yes like, this one random girl um instagrammed us and she was like like she's they came up they're like can we send you a video you know um oh but the 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 other real quick thing is is that the ring came thursday morning when it was supposed to come on on Monday, and when mm. it came, and he proposed Friday, okay. but the, he was gonna do the Thursday night thing, but it was raining and pouring, which mm. is why the boat thing didn't work. But it literally came Thursday morning, and but on Thursday he had surrendered. He said, "You know, if if the ring doesn't come, I don't care. I'm proposing tomorrow. I'll go to like oh. one of the jewel, like cute little boutique jewelry stores, and get her a different ring." Um, until it comes because I'm freaking proposing this week. Like, yeah, yeah. And so by that time he was like, it was so liberating. And then he was he he was um getting ready for work in the morning yes. and he heard the buzzer. And um Victor, our postman, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Victor, the USPS guy, was like, I got a package for Reese, and he was like, Stay there, and he was like throwing on his clothes. <laughs> oh. And um, I we got I got to meet Victor last week and thank oh, him and show him the ring. It was really nice. Fantastic. And he said, Victor said, "Hey, he said, good for you. I got I've been married thirty seven years and it's the best decision I've ever made." Yeah, that's what he said when he handed Aww. the thing to Timothy. Aww. And I was like, "This is well, Hallmark worthy." Yeah. So thanks so for letting me a, tell. Yeah, a, a date yet set? Um, it's summer twenty twenty. That's so like so. Yay! Boom! Well, congratulations. So Thank happy you. for you. That's such a great Thank story. Thank you for sharing the story. Thank you, guys. This is great that I have a soundbite now so I can it, just forward this episode it, to my I know. <laughs> just go listen there. Just listen there, it's right? Like we're having coffee. That's fun. Right? That's fun. I know. Um, so I, I actually am inspired for our improv game. Okay, I'm ready. So we're going to do uh, – I love the idea of asking a question. Ooh. So we're going to play a version of Questions, Questions where the entire scene is just – all in the form of questions. Okay, fine. But it's going to be unrelated to getting engaged. It's going to be question interrogation. Okay. So both the person that's interrogating and the other person who's being interrogated are only talking in questions. Okay, cool. Which right? is funny because that's like a rule of improv not to do. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We break rules. <laughs> that's right. We're anti-improv improv. Yes. So um, okay, sweet. That's uh, how about um, Danielle and you and I start okay. and then we'll uh, maybe Elsie uh, and Carmen can do the next round. So uh, Carmen, I would love for you to give us a situation that is requiring an interrogation. It doesn't even have to be the police. It could be anything. Oh. And Danielle and I will interrogate. Okay. Um, I don't know. What do you want? Ooh, I don't know. A student is trying to find out from his teacher what grade he got on the history test. Okay, I love that. That's great. Great, great, okay. great. I'll be the teacher. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Timecast. Um, so, uh, teacher, is there any way, please, you could tell me what grade I got on the test? What do you think? Well, don't you think I deserve an A? Don't you think I deserve more than you're begging? Well, wasn't I here every class this semester? I don't know. Were you here every class this semester? This is didn't, fun. Sorry. Did, didn't I raise my hand and want to answer every one of your questions? I. Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's out. No, 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 no. Um, can you repeat your question? <laughs> oh, that was a question. That was a question. Yes. Yeah. Um, don't you think I should be tired of repeating every one of my questions every time? Don't you listen? <gasps> don't I listen? Do I, did, was that too forward of me? Don't you listen? Don't you understand how upset your parents are going to be when they find out? Are you unaware I'm an orphan? Wait, say that again. Are you unaware I'm an orphan? <gasps> You're an orphan? Do I have to say it more than once? Don't you understand it's painful? Don't you understand how <laughs> awkward I feel right now? Do you want to try living my life? Do you want to go to the guidance counselor, honey? We have a guidance counselor? Don't you think that would have helped me a long time ago in the semester? Why is this so hard? <laughs> Do you have any friends? <laughs> have you ever seen me with any friends in the class? How do you think I got – how do you think I did so well in your class? Did I do well in your class? Um, you – this is really hard. Um, do you think you did well in my class? Isn't that what I've been trying to ask you the entire time? What grade did I get? What if you list off the whole alphabet – and I'll tell you what grade you got. <laughs> That's all it will take? A? How about you try? B? Oh, C? Yeah. How about you stop right there? Oh. Did I really get a C? After all that hard work? Um, oh my gosh. I want to use a statement. Um. How about you just go have an ice cream? <laughs> That's how we ended up with a statement, right? Bye. And see. I don't tough. know if that's enjoyable to listen to. It's to, like a mind brain. It's a mind do, uh, do, junk. Do you know what I jungle. seriously do? And I hope I'm not going to offend anybody, honestly. But I kind of think that I feel like when you're trying to do a Jewish accent, Oh, like it, a like it's, it's like a New a York up. accent. It's always a little up, right? Uh -huh. You know, so I always kind of thinking a question. You know, yeah, isn't that what you want? Do you, you know? Do you want to kill your yeah. mother? Or 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 Australian? Like, sorry, do you want to meet me later? Like, I would do that, question? but as you know, I can't do an Australian. I know accent. it's my favorite accent, <laughs> but they, they, everything is a question. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's take. A wow, go. can oh, you guys do Australian yeah, now? Okay. <laughs> so I let's can't, do another round. It's gonna be Carmen and Elsie. Let's see. Well, who wants to interrogate whom or ask questions of whom? Well, we're both asking questions. Yes, right? who's yeah. the subject of the question asking? Oh my gosh. Okay, let's do. Let's do. Um, I kind of want to make it about murder, though. Can okay. I? Sure. Yeah. So, Carmen, your best friend was murdered with a toothbrush, mm -hmm. and Elsie, you are suspicious of Carmen doing mm. the toothbrush murder. All right. The toothbrush Go. murder. <laughs> Next on AMC, the toothbrush murders. So, um, are you aware of what the murder weapon was? What are you talking about? Oh. There was a murder. You can't tell me you haven't heard about it, have you? Was it today? It was last night, but can you tell me, did you know the person that was murdered? Did she look like me? <laughs> <laughs> she did not look like you, actually, but you haven't directly answered my question. Did you know the person who was murdered? Maybe I did? <laughs> <laughs> that worked. Well, the rumor is that... <laughs> Decedent was your best friend, and uh, my question is, how would you not know something like that? Because I'm so busy at my law firm. <laughs> you work in a law firm. I love how Carmen's questions are just statements that are <laughs> a little wilted. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you didn't know that I was, like, the most prestigious lawyer in New York City? What is it that you do in your practice? You haven't heard about the kids 
not getting into schools and cheating their way into colleges? I'm not exactly sure what that would have to do with this case. Could you please explain it to me? Do you know anything about the Colgate toothbrush murders? <laughs> do you know your Miranda rights? You know I'm Miranda, right? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. That's good. Very good. Thank that you, ladies. That is hard. It is hard. It is yeah. hard. I know. It's like, don't you know I'm amazing? It's like, is that a question? <laughs> yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> it's all about that last <laughs> I know. syllable. Well, I just felt a question game was appropriate for Yay. someone who just answered a question. So let's take a quick pop, break. Pop, pop and then the it's question. all pop. Carmen right after what? this. Tina Fey, Tina Fey, Tina Fey, Tina Fey, Fey, comma Tina, Tina Fey, Tina Fey, Tina Fey, Tina Fey. This is funny people talking. All right, we're back on Funny People Talking, and we're here with Carmen Lynch, the comedian extraordinaire. Okay, so I'd like to start with this question, mm-hmm. Carmen. Is this uh, all still in question format? Just kidding. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what was the moment so far in your comedy career that most made you all a tingle? Meaning, Ooh. Meaning, what was the thing that just sort of took your breath away that it was happening to you? I mean, this was a while ago, but it still feels like the most tingly because um, it was just so special and it kind of happened out of nowhere. But when I got Letterman, it was the first Mm. late night I did. And I kind of knew that they were going to uh, approach me, but I didn't know if it was really going to happen. Like, I had a feeling because... That sounds like my engagement. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Yes, where you're like, in theory, this is going to yes. happen, but no one has officially asked me. Right. That's like, I was so kind cool. of told that they were going to watch me, but then when it okay. happened, it was an email out of the blue, and wow. I started crying. Oh, just totally started just crying. Like one day, well, do you remember the subject of the email? Yeah, what, what was the subject Oh my gosh, line? I don't remember. But Did um, you not print it out and frame it? <laughs> I'm sure it's the somewhere in my top ten email. reasons you'll be on <laughs> I should find that email. You Wouldn't should. That be, you should I have everything it. else. Like I have the blue card that he held. Oh, and then really? I have the you know it's the cue card that framed so cool. on my wall because <gasps> people were framing it. And I was like, I want to do that, so I framed it. Yeah. So how does how does being on Letterman as you think back to saying I'm going to try to be a comedian as a career? This I, I like it's occurred to me this is a path I'm going to try to follow. And I realize it may not have been a singular moment, which you said, I am now going to do this and I'm going to make a career and be successful as much as you found yourself in it and said, well, maybe I'll keep doing this and keep pushing. Well, first, which was it? That's the first one. It was question. the first one, actually. It was the first one. Okay. Yeah, it, it was, was actually it like, was. I was always someone who just didn't know what major she wanted to have uh-huh. in college, what my job was going to be. I just, I was so confused and I was like, there was so much pressure to like, I remember in college it was like, pick a major. And I'm like, but I don't know what's right. Yeah. And it just, in, and then when I moved to New York, I, you know, I had like a random job and as a temp and then in finance and whatever. And I was like, nothing feels that great. Why are people so excited about their careers? And then the one thing I wanted to do was act, but then I started to get so frustrated that, um, and then I saw, randomly saw people in New York City doing stand up, mm-hmm. and I saw that they could just say whatever they wanted to say. Yes. They could do it their own way. Like there was no like dressing in a certain way. And, you know, acting is all about like looking perfect and getting your headshots. And this was just like, I could go up in a ponytail and, Sweatpants. I'm not sweatpants, but you know, basically. Yeah, most people don't dress up for stand up. It's like whatever yeah. t shirt I found on the laundry. Yeah, it's however you want to express. But it was mostly yeah, the writing that I doing. loved. I was That's like, awesome. I want to write jokes and then I'll just give them to someone. Because oh. I was too, mm. I was like, there's no way I'm going to want to do this. How did like, you know you could write jokes? I didn't know that I could. I was just interested in learning how. Okay. To. And uh, and then I'd written my whole life, like, in diaries and journals. I was always writing. Yeah. So then I tried it. And that was the part that surprised me, where I was like, 
oh, wait a second, mm. I'm going to do this, is when I got up on stage. Because when I took the class, I told the teacher, I said, I, you know, because every class has like a performance at the end. Yes. And I was like, just to let you know, I'm, I'm not going to perform. I just want to take the class. And he's like, no, you'll perform. And I'm like, <laughs> no. And I'm like, I wanted to be like, you don't know me. Yeah. No, I'm not. You don't know me. Wow. And, uh, and he's like, you're going to want to perform. And I was like, all right, I'm just telling you no, but okay, whatever. So then, of course, I show up to the comedy club. Uh-huh. It's like a Sunday at 6. There's 10 of people. Course. But I didn't invite anyone. I was like, you know, because I, I guess there was a part of me that was like, maybe I'll, I will go up. But uh-huh. I, I was like, I'm not telling anyone. And then I remember he tapped me on the shoulder uh-huh. and he's like, you're next. Oh my God. And we had five minutes and I did two and a half minutes because I didn't think I was going to go up. And it was so fun. I was oh. like, this is amazing. And then I got a laugh mm-hmm. and that was the best feeling ever. And yeah. it, it, it literally, out of all the jobs I tried to get, all the majors I tried to pick, it just felt right. It was like. It was like how I imagined like I a guy walks in and you're like, that's going to be my husband. Yes. Like, and I never had those. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was that moment but where you I was heard like, about it. aha, this is it. And I was like, I didn't know that could happen in two and a half minutes. Wow. That's amazing. So, so. I love that. Now let's go back to the Letterman moment. Uh-huh. On your trajectory as you started this path and you said, maybe I could get to here. Where was Letterman on that arc for you and then? I mean, it just kind of seemed almost... Uh, or something like Letterman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost like too good to be true. That was beyond the arc. Yeah, I was like, well, that would be nice, but, you know, this is a tough business or whatever. Uh, and there okay. were a lot of bumps Yeah. Uh, oh, before that. Like, I quit for a year because I was having issues with, like, my family thinking that they're like, this is not a real job, you know? Oh, wow. And I was like, I was like, but I want to do this, you know? Um, Yeah. So there was a lot like running through my head. So by the time I got it, it was the perfect time. I don't know. It just, it, Mm -hmm. it, it was like hard to believe it was true. Mm -hmm. So how does it feel like now, as you reimagine that arc, now that you're further down it, where does that feel on that arc to you? Is that at the beginning now or is that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it feels at the beginning because I mean, I've always wanted like the whole shebang, like Mm -hmm. the TV show and the everything. So in, but you know, when you get it, you're just like, is this really happening? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like looking at it now, I'm like, I have these like big, like these blocks of like late night TV, like even Conan, it's like, you never know. Uh when you're gonna get it you know and even the second letterman i was like really like you want me to come back like so so all of those just feel like amazing like stepping not stepping stones but i guess they are they are yeah Yeah. and then uh but then there's like you know auditions i thought i'd never have or so it it just it's more of just this unknown path and sure there's like i just want to keep going Mm -hmm. um but you can't. You just can't predict it. It's just so hard to predict. I, ne- I never yeah. thought I'd be doing Spanish the, shows all the time. Oh right, yeah. You know, and so. What's yeah. the end of the arc? Meaning, meaning, if you okay, I'm not saying that like you hit that moment, you, you do that TV show, and like you're dead. But I mean, like as you kind of say, like, all right, that's where I want to go. Where are you aiming? I mean, it's all uh, bigger like more fans which would be theaters instead of clubs you know Mm -hmm. it would just everything would just Mm -hmm. be at a bigger level so i would love to just comedy central special Mm, i mean it doesn't no offense to comedy central Uh, but hbo would be exciting or yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. um so does that involve like more touring or when you say whole shebang does your shebang include like an everybody loves Raymond situation where it's like everybody loves Carmen. Like is like is are you interested in that sort of TV like sitcom or is it more like your your stand up your your voice? It's solo a combination. Act? It would be like like if you look at Jim Gaffigan, he does yes. a ton of huge tours and also is in movies, and indie films. Yeah, like, indie films, which is amazing. and it's just like <laughs> well, that's every to me. That's, that's cool. everything. Yes, you know. Yeah. So, and then you add the Spanish right. to that. It's like, yep. well, you know, there you go. But right. I also want to, I want to strive and push to things, but I also want to be grateful yes. for what I get or else I will be one of those people who's like never happy. 
Hey, Do you know what I mean? Preach it, sister. Yeah, That's- where you're just like, well, if only I could get so many more Instagram followers. And I'm like, <laughs> and then someone will come up to me and be like, oh, my God, you've done so much. And I'm like, I have. Yeah. But I want, you know, and then you're like, wait a second, I have to be mm. slightly in the present or... It's just all going to... I love that. I think that's so important, too. And especially in the social media era. Yeah. We can just whip up a story that's not even true, you know? You you talked about your family uh, briefly about, you know, you quit for a year because essentially your family wasn't supporting this career trajectory. Um, I'm not saying they didn't support you or weren't nice to you or I don't know that situation, but I'm saying... My question is, you weren't 16 at the time, right? You were you were a grown woman that by that point? Yeah, it wasn't that, that I was like, I quit. It was more like I didn't know if I was doing it for the right reasons because oh, okay. I felt like I was rebelling and then I was confused. I was... Oh, you want to make sure you didn't throw away a, a successful professional life just because you were rebelling versus... Yeah, and I was like, well, maybe I would be happier somewhere else. Like, why don't I just like... And I didn't pick a year. I just said, I'm going to stop performing and I'm just going to keep writing. And I'm just going to see, you know, where I go. Yeah. And then Mm. I'm so glad I did because it took about a year for me to go like, nope, I want to perform. Because I was always very shy. I was an introvert. So Uh if even when I run into people that I've known years ago, they're like, I can't believe you do what you do. And I was like, dude, I can't believe it. Like. That just wasn't a thing. That is so cool. So that's why I was like, well, let me just see what I can just where where this takes me. And then it just felt organic. I was like, all right, well, obviously this is what I want to do. And then I never looked back. This is like a nice – I was just going to say this is a nice little, I don't know, like encouraging word to introverts out there. (laughs) You know? I mean seriously. I didn't want to live with doubts. You know, I feel like it's like this for a lot of women – to mm-hmm. like um maybe guys go through this i don't know but i've had like some female friends where they'll they'll like fall in love really early on mm-hmm. and they'll be like look i love you but i'm just not ready mm-hmm. i need to go out there and date and then they end up going like okay that guy was the one uh-huh. that's what it felt like not that i was uh-huh. like doing the super early but i was sense. like yeah. but i was like i just don't know maybe yep. i just rushed into this uh-huh. and then i was like nope this is exactly it. What I'm yeah. hearing is that your career is definitely the love of your life. Yeah. Is what I know, I'm but hearing. that sounds pathetic. <laughs> I have a boyfriend. No, but have, no, you, but have sound, you read? Sounds, yeah. Have yeah. you read Amy Poehler's Yes, Please? No. Well, she, there's a part where she talks about how if you're an actor or performer, you should treat treat your career like an abusive boyfriend. Yeah. So essentially, like just treat the your career like crap and then the abusive boyfriend will want you back like ooh please 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 cuz if you come around and cater to your career the abusive boyfriend they'll push you aside yes. mm. so the more you're like you know so she talks about a love affair with her career as that's well. so funny and yeah so i mean that's so funny. I remember my I boss at one of my jobs was like, because um, she knew what I was doing, and she was like, "Well, I." She had three kids, and she's like, "Well, I have kids, and your kid is stand up." And I just went, "Oh, oh it just sounded so pathetic." Thanks I'm for like, putting in. Yeah, thanks for that. Oh my gosh! What kind of joke do you write that actually makes you laugh? Versus you go, "Oh, this is clever. I think people will laugh." What makes you laugh? It has to have a little bit of a like a zing to it. I feel mm. like a little bit of a an edge. I mean, I don't sit. I mean, sometimes I guess I'll write something and go like, "Oh, I feel like this could probably really work." Right. But I don't usually laugh at my own jokes. It just it's just a feeling. Okay. I'm just like, oh, this you one feel, feels yeah, right. This yeah, it's like it's like when you swing a bat and or a golf club or something like that. Yeah, you, you feel it and you go. I know that ball's going to go because I felt it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It just felt right. Um, So it's more like that. Okay. So you're not up there like laughing at your own jokes. (laughs) I mean, you can't really surprise yourself because you wrote it. Yeah. I'm more like, I'm more, it's more like I feel good. I was like, oh. Oh, hey, girl. Exactly. Do you sometimes tell a joke and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't realize it was that good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's almost <laughs> annoying because you're like, I thought I knew myself better. Like, I know. I would have put that earlier. Or <laughs> then, yeah, or closer <laughs> something that doesn't work. And you're like, but that's so funny, you guys. Yep, yep. 
Like, where are you guys? Did you check out tonight? But that one, I feel like it just means it just hasn't found its way. Usually, I don't give up on those. That's great. Speaking of checking out, I know you have a show tonight. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we're actually in one of those interesting positions in doing an interview with someone where you want to interview them for another hour, but you have to let them go because they have to go perform. So I want to ask, how can people find you and follow you to come and see you and to learn more about your show? Oh, that'd be great. Well, I just got my website redone. Yeah, it's nice. It's too. CarmenLynch.com. It's really nice. Oh, thank you. And then uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter are all at Carmen Comedian. Awesome. Where in the world is she? She's at Carmen Comedian. <laughs> she, uh, no. And I got that from Carmen, 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 Carmen Comedian. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I like and that. And somebody actually guessed that Smart. once. They're like, did you write it? And I was like, yeah. You're like, good for you. Shout out, Boy George. I love it. Um, all right. Well, everybody check her out. I definitely am really excited to come see you perform live sometime. I really oh, want please. To do I really would love to. We'll let you know that there is at least a single soul in the back corner totally supporting you through every job. Not heckling. <laughs> not, not sitting there going, entertain me. So, <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with end of show food. Oh, yes. Connect with the show at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. And please, for the love of all that is holy, subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? Thank you. Time for end of show food, but first, some housekeeping. It is time for a super, super quick version of an appeal for Tina Fey. We ask uh, our all of our guests to join us in an appeal, a prayer to the universe that someday Tina Fey will bless us with a moment of her time, be on our show, call oh. in, drive by, wave from the distance. We don't care, just something. So, a quick, really quick prayer to the comedy gods. Oh, Tina Fey, oh, Tina Fey, Tina Tina Fey, we love you, please, come here, see with us, thank you, and Carmen's praying silently, I see her, and that's powerful, oh yes, and I'll pray loudly too, no, you're good, you did it, I liked what you did, all right, it's time for end of show food being the end of the show, and what that means is that Elsie, our producer, has searched Far and wide for extremely interesting food, drinks, snacks. You never know what it is. Uh, she'll share it with us. We will either enjoy it or hate it. Probably enjoy it based on the I history. I hope you don't hate it. She'll tell us what it is. Wait to enjoy it until she says go. Oh. And then we rate it on a scale of chickens. You have your own scale. It can be 50 chickens, 100 chickens, 1,000 chickens, whatever you want. That's our rating system on how good or bad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's sliding end of show food. Scale. So okay. exactly, yeah. sliding chicken together. Like Whatever that. you want. So Elsie, oh, what I do we have that. today on end of show food? Today we have decadent ale, cotton candy flavored. What? what? Cotton yes. candy flavored ale. Be- ale beer, basically. Yeah. Oh, I thought we have to. So this is like sort of like food. This is well, like cotton candy's food. You're right. Yeah. I love when we have end right. of show beverage. All right, this is this end is of show fun. beverage this time. So, here Ooh, she let's goes. get a little. <sighs> I can't wait to. So this is co- okay. So I should I wonder point what out. Color it it's, is. A, it's a can, oh, like a beer can, oh, like a beer you. can, it is ale. and it's Look pink. Here. It's pink like cotton candy, and Elsie is pouring it into kind of looks... little cups for us. Does it smell like it cotton smell? candy? It Daniel? smells a little bit like cotton candy. It looks. Alex, I'll kind of describe it. Um, to the viewers, it looks like a cloudy cider sort of situation. Yeah. Um, maybe like a home a brew or a, like an artisanal brew. Cloudy, type very thing. cloudy. To yeah. me, it smells like grapefruit. Yeah, it does. Oh, it does. It's but there's a hint of mm. aspartame. This right. is cool. How do you know? I'm in. I'm oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait. How do you know? Oh. There's a little oak in there. Yeah, a little oak. Little B12 riboflavin. There's riboflavin. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Drink. Ready? Go. Natural flavor beaver butt. Remember that. This is weird. Oh, I would never oh. guess that it had cotton candy. In oh, it. I might have guessed it has like dead skunk in it, maybe. But mm. oh, I don't take that. Oh. 
It's but weird. I'm on it's dirty, citrusy. Right? <laughs> it's definitely citrusy yeah. versus. I don't taste. It's citrusy. Well, now here's the thing. It's not very cold. I don't So taste maybe it's better candy. cold maybe. or worse. It I... says it's an India Pale Ale brewed with Madagascar vanilla bean and sponge sugar. So okay. Wait, and what's the last thing? Sponge sugar. I think it was sponge, a great experiment. Sponge sugar. Where did you find that? Sponge sugar? You're never going to believe it. Food Emporium. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Rite Aid. Rite Aid. Spon- <laughs> Wait, Spun. Is that your accent? I'm sorry. Sponge. S-U-G-A-R. Spun- sponge sugar. Sponge sugar. <laughs> what is that? Sugar. Spun sugar. Oh, oh, she's cotton saying- candy. Yeah, like cotton candy. Spun oh, like, yeah, sugar. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they called it that, maybe. Not. It it's from, to do I am wasted it's off from of the, one sip. It's from the country of Spunania. Of sponge sugar. Sponge sugar. Have it's you ever been to Ales from okay. the Maranek, New York? So, oh. uh, thank you so okay. much for that. Let's so, rate this bad boy. Uh, on a, uh, Danielle, ratings. on a scale of chickens, whatever okay. your chickens is, what do you give this? Oh, 88 out of. The thousand five hundred or something, okay. yeah. Eighty-eight out of five hundred. Eighty-eight poor little chickens. Oh, and deductions because all all of the things we just said. The, okay, the sponge sugar. Carmen, what about you? How many chickens out of how many chickens? <sighs> I'm gonna give it a five out of ten chickens because it's trying. <laughs> it's trying to do something. It's trying. Or is it trying like that was really trying? It's trying to be cotton candy. And beer. It's got a little bit of a it's, beer You're thing, giving it but... points for effort. Yeah, got exactly. It, it exists, Thank and therefore yeah. it gets chickens. Elsie, what, what do you give it? Um, 38 out of 72. Ooh. Yeah, what if, a, what you, a... if you said that it was um, grapefruit ale, I would have said yeah. It, yeah. Um, but the cotton candy fails. It, it was I don't taste Technically, the ingredients that. are there, but they Ooh. really never tasted it before yeah. they came. But I, I mean, it's not disgusting. Yeah. But the thing is, is that is my brain said I wanted the yeah. cotton candy thing to happen in the day. Yeah. And I think that's point. why we said because it doesn't taste like cotton candy. I give it I give it 20 out of 100 chickens. 10, okay, of those tw- wow. 10 of those 20 are given to Elsie for the great idea and purchase and the hopeful spirit that would have been amazing. It has a ten, cool can. Ten of those points are it for the cool. idea that they came up with and mm. saying, how cool would this be in the ingredients? The negative 80 points are for it being totally disgusting. <laughs> um, but and I, seen. All right. Um, all right. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you very much, Elsie. Thank, Thank you, you for Thank that. you. Um, that's a good one. For it's the, a beautiful can, though. It really is. It's one of the prettiest cans that. I've ever seen. You have that, that like a bachelorette party. Oh, it's um, very cute. And I think That's I have a it. mild buzz. I have do. I know. <laughs> I have do. That might be poisoning. No. <laughs> That's yeah, what's the date? Sorry. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's, I have a mild 7.2 7. alcohol it's content. It's botulism. <laughs> it is a high beat. So Karma was asking the date because she can't remember the date. No, like, I meant the date yeah. of the beer like if oh, it was from okay. 1995. I thought it poisoned you. And you're like, <laughs> no, but 7.2 is kind of high. <laughs> All right. That's it for this episode of Funny People Talking. Thank you very much for the end of show drink there, Elsie. Really Welcome appreciate in. it. Yeah. Um, Carmen, it's so nice to Thanks meet you. Thanks for having time me. Thank you for Great appearance. It was great to meet you, and congratulations, seriously, on all you have accomplished in your comedy career so far. And Thank you. clearly, you're not done. No. So um, I can't wait to see what's next. And by the way, um, uh, Danielle and I are both SAG, so when you get your sitcom, we just want to know yeah. that we're totally do it for food. Okay. SAG slash after. Okay, me too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> all kidding aside. Yeah. I'm not kidding, but I'm kidding. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you very much. And good luck. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you next week for another episode of Funny People Talking. Until then, for Elsie. There was no cotton candy in this episode. (laughs) Danielle. There wasn't. (laughs) Okay, Elsie, too. Uh, I'm Mark Rico. Have a great day, everybody. And uh, a reminder to stay funny. That's it? That's the end of the show? Boy, oh boy, what a crock. This was Funny People Talking. Copyright 2019. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening.
This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect.